Doug, any, uh, what's your level of concern with the pass rush right now? And is there a whole heck of a lot you can do at this point in the season to fix it, change things? Yeah. Um, you know, this week is uh, probably hitting us at the right time, you know, to, to, to have a bye and, and really to kind of get guys fresh and, and really for the coaches to go back and, and, and I think evaluate, you know, these first uh, 10 games and, and, and come up with some, you know, come up with some good answers, you know, for our players, you know, as to why, you know, some of the things are, uh, are happening. And that's kind of what the buy is designed to do. So, you know, um, obviously it's, it's, you know, the coaches putting together a good, a good pass rush plan. And then the players obviously have to go execute that. Um, and then again, too, I mean, you're, you're going up against good offensive linemen that, uh, you know, they do a nice job and 15 scrambles around a little bit and it makes it makes it a little bit harder as well. And does Josh is does Fire need to get lit under Josh Allen at all, or is he? Are they scheming to take him out of the game? What's, what's yeah, you Josh know, it's it's it's, uh, it's 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 kind of week to week a little bit, you know. And he understands that he he's got to get going. He he knows that. He, you know, we've had you know just uh, conversations that he's had with the with the staff and on defense and knowing that he you know he he's a big part of that rush. You know, he's he's talented and too talented not to not to get there and. And um, just got to make sure that he stays focused in and locked in on the on the rush plan, and and uh, you know stick into stick into the technique that is, you know, made him a good pass rusher in this league. Last year after the bye week, the coaching staff said they thought the team didn't handle the week off well. Do you talk to a young team about how to conduct themselves during a bye week? Well, I'm not giving them the whole week. Um, you know, I'm, I'm going to bring the guys in tomorrow on Wednesday and, and, and get some work in, especially with our younger players. I think it would be good and beneficial to work with them and, and kind of keep their development and growth coming. And But at the same time, our, our older players, the starters, um, you know, it's a time to, you know, sort of sort of rest and heal and, and uh, get ready for this, this back half push. But, you know, I will talk to them, you know, obviously about how to handle – you know their business. You know for the with the four days off that uh, I have to give them, and and it's all about you know being a professional, right? And and you know uh, we do get time off during the bye, and coaches are the same way. And um, how we handle it really can can affect uh, you know uh, next week for sure, but it can also set you know a standard for um, you know the rest of the year. You have some of your Eagles teams the whole week off though, right? I have in the past. Yes. Yeah. Is that just based? Yeah, yeah, kind of where you are and everything, and and we're relatively healthy too, and and um, you know there has not not any significant injuries right now where you feel like you you can you know give the guys the whole week, and, and we're a young football team too. We're still learning, and and it's a great opportunity for us as a staff to really continue to teach and coach and get through you know get through the tape with uh, you know with our players the next couple of days. I don't believe there was. I, I don't think he necessarily had the full, you know, one, two, make a football move, control the ball when the when the you know contact was made. So um, that part I think was was okay. Is Muma giving you just some more consistency? Over Devin Lloyd at this point, you know he he consistency, but I think too it, it helps. You know sometimes you know in Devin's case too, just coming out of the game and seeing it from the sideline, seeing a little different perspective, uh, and allowing you know Chad to get valuable reps. It's a lot like Buster playing and, and getting valuable reps at corner. Um, 
you know, and, and seeing uh, seeing where Chad is, you know, with everything. Because right now, as you guys know, he's been sort of limited to the special teams. He, he is a good linebacker, and, and uh, you know, we want to get him on the field. But it it, it helps Devin, you know, um, from the standpoint of, I think, just seeing things a little bit differently, maybe with calmer eyes, you know, from the sideline. Is there any issue more with going forward? Like we'll see. Yeah, I mean, yeah, maybe not to that degree, but we'll, we'll see. You know, we'll see, we'll see how it goes here. Um, you know, as we get ready for our next game. Not the outcome you wanted, but that, was that one of Trevor Lawrence's better performances that you've seen so far? <sighs> yeah, you know, I, this is two weeks in a row now. You know, he's really put put some good performances out there. You know, um, there were some. There were some. We had some protection issues kind of in that second quarter that kind of, you know, made him get rid of the ball a little bit sooner than, than need be. But I thought I thought after that or really just taking that out, I mean, he, he settled in and, and did some great things that drive before half. And, again, getting us down there after the turnover and, you know, to having an opportunity there to get us another, you know, a few yards closer, you know, on the turnover. And I mean, he's just, he's just kind of understanding now Kind of what we're asking him to do, and and um, he's he's put two two good performances here back to back. Have you seen a shift in him over the past couple of weeks? Maybe in his mentality, his preparation, anything like that? Not really. Trevor's Trevor. Um, you know, he just kind of handles his business the way he does, and prepares the same, studies the same. You know, and and I think he's. I think what you're seeing is just him learning from, you know, mistakes that were made in previously in the season. Uh, opportunities that we've missed, you know, and and he's just he's just capitalizing that, and and just that's um, you know it's a, it's, a, it's a good player that's just taking correction and coaching and and understanding what we're asking him to do, and um, you know just being better as a player. I'm not starting to get it for lack of better phrasing. You're <clears throat> starting to get it at this point. Get you know what you want. How much you want. Yeah, I think I think there's I think yeah, get it um, is part of it. I think I think he's understanding you know our system better. Uh, you know we're we're recycling plays a little bit more, so there's there's the verbiage and everything is sort of you know easier to to, to spit out in the huddle than say week one or even in training camp, um, and all of that really helps him. You know, in, in his in his growth and, and really his development, and it's all starting to sort of come together for him. Not to make any excuses for Devin, or I'm not trying to, but as much training camp as he missed, does that factor at all into maybe some of the struggles? I think it. Um, yeah, I think it can. You know, it's a young player. Um, missed all of training camp. He missed all the live, all the live reps in training camp, and. And that's that's hard because those are all valuable reps, you know, reps that Chad got and Shaq Quarterman got and those guys, you know. And um, but but we've played a lot of football now too, and and he should be, you know, um, I think understanding what what the what the scheme is, understanding you know his technique and and uh, how to play within the defense a little bit. And again, this is that time of year. With young players, you know, we're coming out of week ten, into you know into a bye week eleven. This is this is that sort of that rookie wall you talk about a little bit, you know, with some of these guys and and um, you know it's, again, it's just, uh, it's a good time for a break. Yeah, are you opening up the kicking situation to where James can compete a little bit with 
Riley or, you know, you just not yet, not yet. I mean, we, you know, during the week of practice um, on Wednesdays and Thursdays, we let both guys kick, you know, so there's a little bit of competition there. Um, it's unfortunate, again, as I talked after the game, those were missed opportunities, you know, that uh, that we, we just got to have, you know, especially against good teams. You got to you got to hit those balls, you know, through the uprights. And he knows that. He understands that. But but uh, no competition right now. But in the in the practices during the regular season since he started, has James continued to kick as well as he did in practice in that joint practice with Atlanta in the preseason game? Has he continued to do pretty good? Um, he's, uh, he's another one that's kind of feeling where we are uh, with the season, you know. And, and I'll say that it's uh, – it's it's not a hundred percent. Let me put it that way. It's not a hundred percent. For some of these young defensive guys who maybe have their heads swimming with assignments and things like that, and you see them making those like I guess rookie mistakes or young player mistakes out on the field, can a bye week be a good time to kind of help them clear their heads so that way they can kind of maybe even refocus and, and clear things up on on their thought process for their the home stretch? Yeah, I think it can. Um, and, and again, it goes back to how how they utilize this this break. And again, it's the reason why I want to bring the guys in the next couple of days to kind of, we're not game planning anything, but go back and really go through, you know, sort of this first part of the season and just kind of reteach and relearn and, and show them. And, and uh, again, you're a little bit calmer this time, you know, during the bye than you would be during a game plan week. And uh, it's a great opportunity for these guys to continue to learn. What is the coaching point for offensive linemen on some of these plays where they get called for being downfield? Is it hard because some of them are RPOs? It's hard because, you know, sometimes, too, we argue the fact that they were engaged, you know, on a block, and which is okay as, they're, as long as they, you know, stay engaged. Um, you know, the couple yesterday, the one on Jawan and the one on uh, Cam, I think were the right decision, you know. Um, that, to me, doesn't necessarily fall on them because they're doing what they've been asked to do, right? Uh, so that's a that's a coaching thing that we can fix, and uh, we talked about it as a staff today, and and uh, we have ways of, of correcting that and making sure that they're not downfield next time. When you kind of talk about getting some of these younger guys on defense reps so they can have you know live game reps under the belt, it kind of seems like you have an eye toward the future. Is it just that you've seen enough in practice from them that you want to see them on the field, or is it hey we know these guys are a part of the future, we got to see what they got. We were seven and three. Maybe it's a different story. We're three and seven, and we're still trying to figure out some pieces and and who can play and, and all of that. And this is a great opportunity for those guys to, to get to get time, right? Um, and we want them to play, you know, and we want them to get to get reps out there. And and every time and any time they can, you know, um, yeah, I, I think what you're seeing with Buster now that he's out there more. He's beginning to get a little more comfortable in that environment. And and that's all you want. You just want them to be, you know, the eyes aren't big. Now they're a little more focused, uh, focused on their job, focused on their, you know, the, the task that they're asked to do on a particular play. And, and that's all you want from these guys, especially the young players, you know, um, when they get opportunities to play. What do the young players on offense like Snoop, some of the receivers, have to do to get some of those game reps? I just got to put them in. <laughs> as, a play, as a play caller, I just got to put them in. I mean, I, that, I mean, really on offense, because I, I control the, 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 
you know, the calls and everything. It's just a matter of getting them in the game. What happened on the Kadarius Tony touchdown catch when he was off on the sideline all by himself? Um, we got caught, actually, um, we got caught with uh, about two plays in a row there. Our headset, defensive headset went down. And so we, um, we had to make a call on the fly, and the communication was two different calls, you know, on the field. And so there was just a misassignment on so that. Who makes that call then? You trying to get it in from the sideline? You try it? to hand signal it, you okay. know, which we try to do. But with the time running, breaking the huddle, um, you know, Foyer does a nice job of getting the guys lined up anyway. And, and uh, you know, being in that environment, it was just a little bit loud and, and couldn't hear and couldn't hear all the calls. And just, you know, it's again, it's, a, it's unfortunate. Um, but it's something that definitely, uh, you know, it's the same way on offense, right? If the headset goes down, Trevor has – a handful of plays he can get to right away, and so we got to make sure that you know when that happens that the guys are guys are prepared. Did that happen a lot yesterday, or just those? No, it was just just like two plays in a row on defense. The offense was fine, you know. It just happened in the red, red zone. zone. Yeah, no. <laughs> I guess it wouldn't be nobody would be stunned, or would you be stunned if we looked up here like on February first and you played the two teams in the Super Bowl, Eagles and the Chiefs. Are those two teams that good? I mean, they're both good. They're both really good. Um, I mean, it probably wouldn't surprise me. I mean, I think there's some good teams in the, in the NFL right now that are playing. But uh, I think both those teams are, are playing really, really good football. You know, they're playing consistent. They're making the most of the opportunities. And that's what it takes, especially now down the stretch. We'll see, you know, with this last month and a half, you know, of the season, just, um, just where teams start to go. And just to be clear, uh, nobody got banked up. No, Jamal came out of the game, um, was fine, re-entered. Uh, Evan uh, took a shot in the game, also re-entered, and both were fine. Yeah. If going into that game, I told you you had three turnovers and got an onside kick to start the game. I think you like your chances. How tough is it to, to walk out of there with a loss after that? I think we only got seven points off of all that. And those are the opportunities that, that you know, I talk about, that, that – Defense did a great job, and special teams to create create turnovers. You know, create the takeaways. Offense, you know, for the most part, did a nice job of, you know, protecting the football. Um, and you only get seven points. I mean, that we we've got to do better as an offense. We got to do better when when, when given the opportunity, um, whether it's three or seven. I, one thing I will say is, you know, even. You know, with what forty or fifty seconds at the end of the half to go down and get the touchdown was big, and then to get right away get the turnover again. You know, with seven seconds, it was unfortunate, but those are again those are opportunities that that we missed. And when you're playing teams like like the Chiefs, you can't you can't miss those opportunities.